Welcome to the Talking Small Podcast, where we make that podcast platinum. Samurai Deli, put them viewers in. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of the Talking Small Podcast. We're hitting you fast and furious at the moment. We got content on content. You know, just trying to plug them holes like our future lawyer said with CAA, letting all their people out because no one's working in the business. Not us. We're still schlepping around Baton Rouge to give y'all content. Yeah, Hollywood shutting down, but the Hollywood of down south, Baton Rouge, is cranking out that content. Bringing you that podcast platinum live from the Garden District. It's very much so. And our buddy Joey Sal, he, uh, you know, was inspired by episode 143, the Peter Pan Peanut Butter Challenge. And his wife was feeling pretty cocky, and she did her own Peter Pan Peanut Butter Skippy slash GIF slash Whole Foods brand Peanut Butter Challenge. Al, would you like to watch? I would like to watch, but just for the people who haven't listened to the episode of uh, 134 of the podcast, go back and listen to it, but I'll give you just a, a brief synopsis. Harley eats a peanut butter and jelly or peanut butter sandwich every day. He knows, Used to. Used to. I moved on. Well, he knows his. He claimed he knew his brand of peanut butter, Peter Pan, and that it was superior, and his coworkers challenged him saying, you don't know jack shit about peanut butter. Gave him an impromptu peanut butter challenge at work. So Haley decided to use her pregnant powers and try on the challenge for herself. And uh, our you know great friend of the pod, Joey Sal, uh, recorded it for our viewing pleasure. So I'm about all to- right. What are you starting with? I know what these two are. Okay. Do I have to even eat them? You don't have to eat them. Those are the. You don't have to tell me. Okay. You can't see the video, but she she got the Whole Foods ones right out okay, of the way first. I don't, know like color and I don't think that's part of it. It's supposed to be a it flavor is, challenge. No, it's also a co- like a texture. She's changing the rules, by the okay. way. Let's I didn't look at color. Pause it, Harley. So she's got the uh, peanut butter in spoons, and then it looks like she also has the jars of peanut butter like right in front of her. So she can sort of do a visual a visual here. On did you have that when you did your test, Arlie? No, I didn't have that. And she's also got a milk palate cleanser here. And basically, there's four different peanut butters. She's got eight spoons, but she's already eliminated two of them because of color. I think different lining in here. I can't work under these. <laughs> <laughs> Which one are you starting with? Number seven. So she should start in a weird order like I did. I'm going to do this and then I may reorder. Order. All right. So we're a little choppy here. Uh, for whatever reason, Instagram uh, videos aren't the smoothest of all time. I think ours was a little better. Are, are you on Wi-Fi right now, Harley? Purple Teapot 717. <laughs> That's a little I, inside joke I, for you guys. I am not, but I don't see why my uh, I wouldn't be loading, but I'll go ahead and get on the, your uh, router if that will help. But I don't understand. Normally, this is uh, very, very fast. As I've said probably at least three years ago, 
It's 2017. Buffering should be a thing okay. in the past. So this is not final until I say it's final. Is that okay? I don't care. I love how demanding she is, and then she asks, is that okay? Hey, pregnant ladies can make the rules. All right, so she's putting the first one on Skippy, the second one on Jip. Don't. Don't look at me. It's a, it's a video. What do you think you're noticing? There's a difference in the sugar on all of them. Like, some of them are sweeter than others. Is that pregnant powers, Al? Do they... Yeah, is this PEDs? Some of the peanuts are more crunchy than others, and they are in some of them. That's also a thing. Now she's just holding two spoons at the same time. You got these two very similar. She looks like she's what enjoying the compare? peanut butter. Like, she's not even... She's tasting both of them multiple times. I would be confused. At this point, does it all just taste like peanut butter? <laughs> and I have to reiterate, this started because she said, I can pick Peter Pan. I can tell you Peter Pan. Is she also so, need more milk. You're on. confident I'm not done. that I'm one and six are Peter Pan. I'm not done yet. Okay. I said I could pick Jeff. I didn't say Peter Pan. You could pick Jeff, so you're a Jeff loyalist. I was about to say, she a Peter Pan stan like you. No. And you said, ew, Skippy. <laughs> so if you put two Skippies in the Jeff part. This <laughs> is Skippy. See, that was my worst fear. I was going to actually pick Jeff as mine. <laughs> Maybe a little bit more. She wants more peanut butter. She is enjoying it, Al. Hold on. This is a lot. Hey, we, we named Joe's first kid Soda. Could the second kid's name be Butter? Uh, That's not I, bad. Oh, I like that. All right. Is that your final answer? It is. Shout out okay. to Regis. I Hand me that piece. piece of paper. All right. So now it's the code. The whole book. Yeah, the whole book. One of the best to ever do it, Al. You have one in six as Jif. Is that correct? And you have two and three as Skippy. And you have four and seven as Peter Pan. Is that correct? Yes. I got to hand it to you. Four and seven are, in fact, Peter Pan. Very good. However, <laughs> however, one in six are Skippy. So I at least got them the same. And three and two are Jif. So by claiming you hate Skippy and love Jif and putting the Skippy and Jif. But I at least paired them correctly. That is impressive. I will give you that. That is very impressive. You're welcome. You didn't even taste 365. Take that, Whole Foods. Looks like, she, looks like she's got a new favorite peanut butter. Maybe the baby should be named Skippy. What about moms like her choose Jeff <laughs> or Skippy? New slogan. So uh, thank you, uh, Joe and Haley, for that great content. I love to inspire the uh, viewers out there to uh, reach for their 
dreams, you know, do the challenge. Hey, send us your video of you doing the peanut butter challenge. Let's let's, let's get ourselves a challenge. There we go. And speaking of the challenge, MTV's got a show called The Challenge. And uh, this season's been, uh, what's it, season 35 called Total Madness? Correct. So Al and I, we, we, we're not like... How would you describe yourself? Because I wouldn't say I'm the biggest challenge fan anymore. Like I feel like it's it's hit the peak. They got too much new blood in there now, and I'm kind of losing a little bit of interest. Um, as far as the challenge, I've gone way back in the challenge. Like been watching since high school. Um, so I've been with I've been with bananas and the boys a bunch. So I wouldn't say it's appointment viewing, especially if you have. If you don't have a DVR'd or like some sort of service to get past the commercials, I wouldn't watch it with the commercials because they are egregious. But you know, it's some good mindless TV. It's basically like the special ed version of Survivor. The challenges are generally worse. The game strategy is way worse. But it, you know, it's more trashy. Like people hook up, they get into arguments. So you have that sort of flair to it. So you know, this season of the challenge. It wasn't the greatest, but it's still the challenge. It's like pizza. Even even when it's bad, it's good. You know, it's just good to see, you know, bananas and Wes and you know your CT, your familiar cast of characters. So um, we can get into this. We we perused Twitter and found the best and brightest. So we're gonna have some some fresh meat on the podcast. And uh, well, that's a that's a challenge pun right there. There you go. And uh, so we found J Bone on Twitter. So we'll see how this guest does. Maybe they'll be our recurring challenge guest. All right. So I'm gonna get. And we don't know whether it's a man, woman, non-binary. Yeah, I, we we literally know the Twitter handle of at News Intern. So let me uh, give News Intern a hit up. And we'll be right back. All right. So now joining the podcast, we found her on Twitter. It's at News Intern. We were very looking for a challenge uh, guest. We've needed some new blood on the pod. We wanted a, uh, a new guest. And uh, News Intern, you're with uh, Harley, the executive producer, and Uncle Al, my co-host. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Is this your first podcast? Yes. Isn't that obvious? No, you're you're talking uh, a lot clearer and more eloquently than a lot of our other podcast guests. So it's a pleasure to uh, break your podcast cherry. Thanks. Although I'm not, I'm. You probably say that to all your guests, don't you? Well, you'd have to go back and listen. We don't want to spoil it for you, but uh, we probably don't say that very often. Um, So I tried to do a little bit of background on you. So all I had was your Twitter feed. And when I was going through it, I noticed a lot of GIFs in pretty much every one of your posts. And I noticed there was a lot of the Office GIFs. So are you a big Office fan? I am. I like The Office. I wouldn't say I'm a huge Office fan, but I just noticed, like, I'm not even really big into gifts either, but I just noticed, like, those tweets do so much better than just my normal tweets. Oh. So that's why I always just, like, add a gif on there. 
trying to game the system with a little pandering to the office. What's your? What would you say your favorite TV show uh, is right now? I mean, besides the challenge, obviously. Uh well, I feel like the thing I watched most recently that I really liked was probably Dark on Netflix. What? I'm not sure if you guys have ever heard of it. I'm watching that right now. Uh, uh, me and my girlfriend, I think, are on like episode six of season one. So as I say often on the podcast, no spoilers. Okay, it's really good. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, it's a little, uh, it's a small German show on Netflix. It's kind of confusing, though. It's very complicated. Things get kind of messed up, but I love shows like that. So Yeah, I, I would agree it's very good, but you're going to have to – there's like an English dub on it, and I also okay. have to explain – um, to my girlfriend Amber, like, okay, that's this guy from the past, and this is this guy from the. F- no, that guy's not in a loop. No, this is the brother of this guy. It's sort of like Game of Thrones in that way, although there's time travel, so it's a little bit more confusing, and it's German. So yeah, I, I, I would recommend it though. Okay, so it's it's dubbed, so it's not the actual actors are German, and they're just American yes. people dub. Okay, all right. So no subtitles, so I don't have to read. Okay, I might I might get into this. I turned them on just because of the dubbing, but um, yeah. Yeah, I watched it with subtitles as well because I just couldn't do it with the dubbing. So um, uh, news intern, we have a, a, a another special guest joining the pod. Uncle Al's uh, son is just crawled out of the bedroom. So every now and then we get a little bit of interruption. But uh, we can we can always edit that out. He didn't even make noise into the mic. Well, you stop paying attention. I don't know anything about darkness, so I just or dark or whatever it's called. So I I need you to be on your A game when y'all are talking about a show that I have no idea about. All right. Well, let's get into a show. Al, take take us away. Tell tell us a little bit about the uh, the challenge this season. Um, like I said previously, I've been watching the challenge for years. This season, uh, season thirty five, total madness. It looked like they were in some like abandoned Russian bunker or something. Uh, I noticed like in the last uh, finale episode, they were in a bar. It looked like they were drinking Czech beer. So they were in the Czech Russian Alp area, and and this normally they're at like a exotic location with a pool, and they're all just getting drunk in the pool, and they're in their bathing suits. This season, they were in a bunker with no lights or anything. As far as that, Harley, what did you think about the setting of it? They they were acting like it was miserable and whatever. I, I didn't think it made for great TV, but everyone's like, this is the best gym setup ever. No one cares about fucking Brogan running on a treadmill. But I, I would say that I was a little disappointed. Uh, I did spend a lot of time trying to figure out where they were, what kind of nuclear uh, old plant or something they were in so it did take me a couple of episodes in to see the uh bar name they were at and i might have googled it to find out that yeah you, you're right they were in the like the czech republic news intern what did you think about their uh setup for total madness i think it was okay i can see why some of them went a little crazy and started to blame it on the bunker because i guess they weren't getting sun they didn't have like a pool or a mansion like they usually do so I could see why they were like, oh, it's the bunker. I blame my bad behavior on the bunker. 
Oh, there was a lot of bad behavior in this season. Some some relationships got tested for sure. What was your uh, favorite storyline? Was it Zach and Jenna or Kayla and Bear? Honestly, don't really care too much about the relationship side of the show. Hell yeah. I I mean, like, I feel like Jenna and Zach are just a mess. Casey, uh, not Casey, sorry, Bear and... Um, Kayla. Kalia is her name. Sorry, Kayla. I completely forgot her name. They were just so funny. Like, I found them entertaining. I always find Bear entertaining. So I enjoyed it, but it's not my favorite part of the challenge. What is your favorite part of the challenge? Uh, it's probably the competition. And, like, my favorite would be, like, more like Wes and CT. Like, I like watching them perform. Would how would you do in the challenge? Like, would you be able to go into the bunker and uh, come out victorious, or is this like too much of a crazy uh, people just acting out there for you? I would be terrible at the challenge. Um, I'm not athletic at all, um, so I wouldn't win anything. I'm not very dramatic either, so I doubt I would even get filmed. I would be the worst person for the challenge. How about you guys? I have a lot of self-confidence. <laughs> if you go back and, and listen to some of our past episodes, I I definitely think I'm more athletic than I am. And I will say endurance races, I would be pretty good at. These uh, these little miniature like run through the sewers like they did in this one, like swimming, I, I feel like the those type of things I'd be pretty good at. When they start doing like the uh, moving cars around for a puzzle, I don't think I'd work well as a team right there. I'd be yelling at people too much. I don't think I'd let Rogan try to boss me around to play with the cars. So I, I think I'd dominate, but again, I'd probably get voted <laughs> off for being a little bit of an a-hole. Al, what about you? I think I would do okay. Um, most people in the challenge don't seem too physically intimidating like i think like i'm with you i think i would do well in like the team challenges or whatever but when they get to the head-to-head challenges and they they have like basically two people doing battering rams at each other yeah if i get thrown in against like fessy on that like i'm gonna get murdered so i think i'm i think i'm above average like i think i could beat probably half the half the roster maybe like i'm definitely i'm definitely gonna beat josh in anything Josh has probably been one of my least favorite characters. Um, well, I have the list of characters here. Do we want to like go through them and say, you know, after watching this season, like stock up, stock down, or or do you like this character or not? News intern, do you like this idea? I'll, I'll uh... yeah, sure. All right, Uncle Al, let's go. Well, I, I'm gonna just mark off the people who got eliminated uh, first. This ASAF guy who was uh, from Ninja Warrior, who would just... He's I mean, got a, actually a lot of credits if you go back and look him up. Like, he's in, like, a bunch of different shows. Like, this dude is reality thirst. He seemed like he, seemed like he was famous in Israel or something. He's Nani's first crush of the season. We'll get more to that later. And then the other first person eliminated was Jennifer Jen Lee. She was that Asian chick who uh, Rogan kind of liked that pissed D off. So... You know, we didn't see a lot of them, so I'll cross them off. Uh, next up, I guess I'll go uh, CT. I think his stock is down. He's, you know, he's a papa now. He's gained some weight. He got beat by Jay in a challenge. I, I love CT. He's a legend in the game, but 
stock is going down. Agree, Harley? No, I disagree. I think uh, CT is going to come back from this better than ever. I think he didn't. Lo- he lost a challenge that I always find is like one of those weird ones where you have to make knots and do all this other stuff. And I, I just know that I'd probably be terrible at it. I'd be just jumping through chaos, not really thinking through it. So I'd, I'm giving him a pass on there. I don't think anybody wants to go after CT. So the Red Skull thing kind of messed him with him a little bit. News intern, what do you think about CT's stock? I mean, I love CT. I'm a huge CT fan. Preach. I don't know if he can continue to win, though. Like, I mean, he can lose the weight and stuff like that. But I don't know. I'm not sure if he can win another one. I would love for him to win. But I think he just doesn't really care, like, as much as he used to about being in shape and being fit. Exactly. That's exactly my sentiment. He could lose the weight, but he's got no incentive to. Everybody loves him. He's just going to come back. Get his appearance fee, you know, be the elder statesman, cash that check, and if he happens to win or nobody votes him in, he's cool with it. If not, he'll just go home and do his daddy daddy duty. So all right, so I, just I mark, him, mark him is down because it was a two v one there. Um, the next person, I guess, I'll go with Ashley. Uh, she's won the challenge, I think, once or twice. Twice. She kind of left early here. I think she got eliminated by, like, D. Well, she picked a fight with bananas. Yeah. So I, I think her her stock is is even. You know, she's got she's won a couple times. She's got a couple enhancements from plastic surgery. So what do, what do you think, news intern? I think I really like Ashley. I She's, like, she's good at puzzles. She has, like, endurance. Like, she can beat some of like the majority of girls there not all of them but she's pretty good and she's entertaining like some of her one-liners especially in the reunion they were so funny so i like ashley i think she can come back and win another one i i agree i think ashley's a good people she's fun uh, she's came a long way from like hooking up immediately on day one. Like that used to be her go-to. <laughs> so I think right she, when they called her Smashly, that's a great nickname. That's good stuff. Yeah, her season of the Real World, she was a complete train wreck and just like kind of left the show on her own accord. Yeah, but look what money did to her. She had a glow up for <laughs> sure. <laughs> Do you ever hear people say that you're not ugly, you're just poor? Like, Ashley, I feel like is a testament to that. That seems like a mean girl thing to say. We wouldn't, uh, you know, <laughs> shame the females about that, but we'll let you I, say it. I didn't say I believe it. I'm just saying people say it, and Ashley <laughs> is kind of proof in that direction. Sources say you believe it. Okay, next one, I'm going to go with uh, apparently his name, real name is Justin, but he was called Jay on the show. He was from Survivor. This is a, uh, he was a rookie on the challenge this year, and he he knocked out CT and uh, that ASAF guy um, before getting ragdolled by Rogan. Yeah, Rogan. <laughs> so uh, I'm just just gonna go stock up. He was a rookie. He knocked off CT. He he made some waves, put a target on his back. So if he's back, I'm, I'm saying stock up for Jay because he you know he wasn't on my radar before. News intern. I think Go ahead. is like really good too. Like I, I didn't really see any of his previous stuff. Like I don't really watch Survivor, Ooh. but he really impressed me. Like he really has like the endurance. He could go far and like win a bunch of stuff if he comes back. 
He's also got rock climber strength. So he's got those like weird twitch muscles that are just good for, for, for the, you know, the, the really, uh, how would you say, uh, not like the glamour muscles, but functional muscles. He's got good functional muscles. Function, functional strength. Um, you should watch Survivor if you're not into the relationship stuff on the challenge, but you're into the, like the competition. Me and Harley here are big fans of Survivor. There's way more like game strategy and harder challenges. So definitely, when Survivor comes back, give uh give Jeff Probst and company some uh some love there. I watched like a few episodes, but I don't know. I couldn't really ever like get into it. We'll uh, offline. We'll send you a season that we think you'll you'll enjoy, and you know you could take the recommendation or not. We'll we'll follow up later and see see how it went. It's one of those shows that kind of heats up the deeper they get as well. So once you start knowing the people, um, the next person I'm going to go with uh, is Tori. Uh, She's engaged to Jordan. Um, They're kind of an annoying couple. Tori always kind of annoyed me, but she's chilled out a little bit. Uh, I think she ended up losing to like Jenna. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, her stock was pretty high before, so I'm gonna say it's a slight downgrade for her, but uh, I think she'll be back on the challenge. So with Tori, I feel like I have a more unpopular opinion. With last season, I thought Tori was a bit overrated. Like, yes, she is one of the more athletic girls, but I think like. She's just not as much, like, she's not as good as people say. So I wasn't really that surprised when Jenna won because, I don't know. I don't know about Tori. She's not that great. I, I, I agree with that. I think Jenna is, like, classically underrated and she always outperforms. And Tori is overrated and always underperforms. Plus, if you want to be in a relationship with Jordan, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> so stock down. Yeah, Jordan is a really mean guy. Like, I really hope he's not like that in real life, but I don't know. It doesn't seem like the sort of personality you can turn off. So, uh, and that, I'll get to the next. I'll get to Jordan next. Um, so, everyone seems to be out on Jordan too. I think he's good for the show, but yeah, he's uh, he's he's arrogant. And, uh, I will say that when he like finished the challenge after like his parachute didn't necessarily work on that couple seasons ago, and he f- messed up his knee and still finished, and like I think he won. That was ridiculous. So I think it, I think he competitor is great, and if he's not on next season, I'll still watch. But I do like him in on the show for just the J factor. Jordan factor. <laughs> yeah, he's an agitator. So he he makes he makes shit happen. And him trying to I, fight I Turbo. I like him because he's like Yeah, that was hilarious, but he's a really good athlete. Like he can win and he's he's really smart as well. Like if you just look at the elimination with like him and Josh from last season, I think it was. Yeah. He was like really amazing in that and he outsmarted Josh even though he doesn't <laughs> Fully, like he has a disability so i like him like his athleticism but i hate his personality like he's such a jerk well didn't he get eliminated by like a tuggle with like they had the baton in this one didn't like fessy knock him out like what a mismatch he like, like ripped his shoulder out yeah. of socket yeah wesson wesson bananas really really mean move to do that even though i applaud it because 
if you want them out, this is gang guarantee. Well, they didn't know that was going to be the thing, but once they saw that, they were like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Let Fessy I knock him out. I wonder if like there was another elimination. Like I feel like he would have had a good chance against Fessy if it wasn't that particular elimination. I agree, news intern. Yeah, it's... Uh, th- that's the thing about those head-to-head ones and why people are so scared to go into them. So that factor of needing a, needing a skull and creating some urgency of people actually wanting to go in, I think that was a good uh, a gameplay to, let's change. Let's get to that later. Let's keep going down your list. I'll just mention it. Um, the next person I guess I'll mention is uh, Big T. I guess she's called Big T because her first name is Tool and her last name is like Faza Curly. Uh Big T, never a factor in the actual challenge. I felt like we got to see some more of her personality, I guess, this season, which apparently she just gets drunk and talks a bunch of shit. Um, so I'd say Big T stock is is up. I didn't really have her on my radar, but it seems like she's a likable person, even though you don't really get to see it much on the challenge. So I'll give I'll give Big T a little stock uh, stock increase. I think Big T is so entertaining. I find her so funny. Like, I don't know. I think it was, like, in the beginning when Wes and um, Bananas played some prank on her. Or was it last season? I can't even remember. But she's really funny. She's so entertaining. Her accent somehow makes her even more hilarious to me. I really like her. I agree. I think Big T stock is up, and I think you're right. I think this was this season. She was in the tribunal, and they were trying to make sure she curried favors, and she had a really funny interview with I forget who the who the person was. It might have been Jenna or Kayla or something like that. But, yeah, it was a good times. Uh, the next one I'll go with one of the couples of the challenge. So Harley Bear. Do you think Bear is his real name? I just wrote down this roster, so I got, to, got an idea of people's names. Oh, uh, I think his real name is Steven. Wow. He is doesn't it? look like a Steven. I he acts like a Steven. I feel like it's Steven. <laughs> it is Steven. Maybe- but his last name is actually Bear, so it makes sense that... Oh, his name's Steven Bear? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, then that's fine. So his real name is Bear. Yeah. Um, I feel like after the... Was this Bear's second or third season? I think it's his third yeah, I feel like we've gotten to know who Bear is. He's just a purposely like an asshole, loud, braggadocious guy on purpose. And uh, and Kayla knew that and still cheated on her living boyfriend of three years. So, I mean, that's kind of on her on that. Uh, it was kind of funny to see the comeuppance when she was like freaking out and Bear was like, what do you expect to happen? Like, you knew this was going to happen. So, uh, I'd say Bear's stock is slightly up after this season. He was He was entertaining. Uh, not all was bear stock up. He actually showed his bulge in this season after making out with Kayla in the bathroom. You saw his bulge? You, you didn't see it? I didn't. I wasn't I focused think on that. I everyone did. See, news intern saw it. I need to get my eyes checked. I can't believe you missed the bulge, dude. News intern, what do you think yeah. about bear? I think bear is entertaining. I love him. I think he's like perfect for the challenge. Like, He's obviously not the greatest boyfriend, so she shouldn't have left her boyfriend for him, but he's really entertaining. I feel like he was in better shape maybe in the previous two seasons because, like, I wasn't impressed by his performance this season. But, yeah, Bear's hilarious. So since you said he wasn't boyfriend material, if you see Bear and he starts chatting you up, 
are you entertaining it or are you just going to walk the other way? I would talk to him, but I wouldn't go any further than that. <laughs> this is probably a smart move. That's what Kayla thought. Getting to. Yeah, but me and Kayla are two different people. <laughs> That's probably a good thing. All right, getting to Kayla. Did not have a good uh, performance on the challenge. Had this barrel fling. I'd say her stock is probably down. Uh, do you really think so? Because I don't think her stock can get any worse than peeing the bed. So I think her stock's got to be up. It seems like most people have forgot about this besides us. Did you know about that news intern? I didn't. And actually, this is the first season I've seen Kayla on. So I wasn't really impressed by her at all. Yes, in a previous a couple of years ago, it's probably like four or five seasons ago, when she first got on there, she was hooking up with Corey, and I think she got drunk and passed out either in his bed or her bed and peed herself. And since then, it's been really hard for me to take her seriously. But I think her stock is up. I think she's doing a lot better. Yeah, I don't think Corey talked to her after she pissed the bed with him. He was like, "All right, I'm not talking to you anymore." I can. I mean, in Corey's defense, like, what do you say after that? That's right. Wear a diaper. You can't sleep in the same bed with a woman wearing a diaper, dude. I refuse to do that. Unless I'm old. Maybe if I'm old, I'll do it. Next on the list, I have challenge veteran Mr. Redbeard himself, Wes Bergman. Can I start this one off? Because yeah. I'm a huge Wes fan. I uh, love the West. I love how he worked with Bananas this season. I thought it was a good wrinkle. I do love how douchey he is about thinking that he's some mastermind, even though I think he's a relatively smart player. But my favorite part about West is when people think he's smart and then he gives them bad advice and then he gets to watch it. So always stock up with West for me. I love Wes. Like, I'm a huge Wes fan. Like, he's one of the reasons I keep tuning in. I think he's hilarious. I think he um, exaggerates parts of, parts of his personality for the show, which I can, like, see why he would do that. I loved the fact that he decided to go head-to-head with Bananas, and he just didn't even care and do the smart thing and stay back. I loved his plotting. Like, his commentary is awesome. And the whole Wes Bananas... Um, confessionals i feel like they made this season yeah i'd have to agree with you on that they're um them teaming up was probably the one of the more memorable things this season but i don't know with with him and bananas they seem sort of like talking to the fourth wall like they're they know they're on the challenge so they do they like create their own storylines on purpose like they're too they've been on the challenge too long and they're even though Wes is always talking about how smart he is, and I don't think he's that smart, I will give them credit of like creating a storyline, knowing they're going to get screen time and like come back on the challenge. Um, as far as Wes was butthurt that Bananas nominated himself, right, and be like, you know, it was my time to go in. Like, why would you nominate yourself now? I'm gonna have to go against you. I thought that was a little. He could have just waited and not done that. But uh, I'm going to say West stock up. He's, you know, his body's deteriorated, but he's still he's still pitching pretty good. So uh, I'll say West stock up. I feel like West may have had like a background deal with production, though, because I noticed that elimination that he won before he went in, 
uh, not the elimination, the daily. There, that was the only one with the cash prize. And then he was just motivated to go in versus bananas the same week. Like I feel like there was some sort of side deal so that those two would go against each other. I like the conspiracy theories. We're big conspiracy theory guys, so I think that's a great one that Wes got told by production, hey, look, you're going to make us high ratings by going head-to-head against Bananas here, cash price here, and then uh, head-to-head versus Bananas. I could see him doing it. I like I like the angle news intern. Burger King set him up for it? That was the sponsor, right? What, what? Yeah, yeah. Mm, no, they were sponsored somewhere else in here. Was it Burger King for this one too? Oh, yeah, that's right, because Rogan got pulled in, didn't get the money, but he got Burger King. Oh, that's got to suck not to get the money and only get Burger First of all, hot take. Do you like Burger King uh, news intern? It's okay. I'm not a huge fan, but it's okay. I saw a commercial the other day where they're saying you double. You can get two Whoppers for five bucks, and the people were freaking out in the drive-through. I've never wanted to go to a Burger King after like the age of like ten, because because they used to have decent toys there. I think at one point they had like the Will Smith Wild Wild West glasses. You can get the crown. It had some gimmicks as a kid, but talk about dating yourself. <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't had Burger King since around high school, and you know I played basketball, and I oh, needed that's to, not true. Chicken fries. I needed to f- fuel up, and I would eat a triple Whopper uh, back when I can do such things. So I haven't had Burger King in years. So I, I I have to imagine Burger King in a remote Czech Republic location probably not the greatest. <laughs> Um, next person on my list here, we have Jenna. As you said, she's normally underrated. Um, I think she won one or two challenges. She had a, a big uh, back and forth with Zach, who was at home and was accusing her of cheating. And she's like, I don't know. What, why are you going through my DM? That, that was when we were on a break. So we had that whole storyline. Um, I don't know. I, th- I don't think my opinion really changed on her much i think the reunion's airing right now so we're not sure what happened with zach and jenna but they seem to be recording from the same situation uh same room so we assume they're I saw on back Instagram on they're engaged so yeah so uh jenna eh, yeah i saw that as well i would say her stock is about the same jenna's who we thought she was she's a decent competitor but uh I don't know. She still doesn't stand up for herself and whatever. So uh, I give her props for staying on the challenge and gutting it out and not just running home as Zach was threatening to throw all of her shit out. So I guess I'll go Jenna stock up. I really like Jenna as a competitor, but I wish she just had more of a backbone when it came to Zach because it's just so sad to see like their relationship play out. And, like, if that's how you're going to act on camera, like, I can only imagine what it's like when there are no cameras. But I really do like Jenna. So, and I heard that they are engaged as well. I do, I do get the vibe, though, from the reunion that maybe Nani and Jenna aren't friends anymore. But I have no idea. You think it's from the show or you think it's from something outside the show? Because the show didn't didn't look bad at all. But maybe it's some of the uh, interviews in there. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I feel like maybe she could have taken Nani's um, confessionals the wrong way. Just because I know Nani was just kept saying stuff like, oh, yeah, go back to your like shitty relationship with Zach. <laughs> and like, I know I wouldn't like that. Like if I was going home and watching that. So maybe 
it was that i have no idea yeah but then jenna's the type of person who'd be like oh i can't believe she said that and then zach would be like fuck her and jenna be like all right i guess i have to hate this person now (laughs) (laughs) i can see that happening Yeah, you make a good point, though, of if that's how they act when the cameras are on, then it must be bad when the cameras are off. I remember a couple seasons ago when, like, Zach flipped shit on her. Uh, and Zach's the one who who's got caught cheating on her before. So, you know, it's a whole... Well, that might might be he knows the signs. So, goes through her DMs. With... Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, and with him, like, accusing her of cheating, it made me feel like he wanted to cheat. And so he was like, he wanted to pick a fight with her. So Bingo. then he's like free to go cheat with like whoever. Like, it just gave me that vibe. Yeah. Like he had already made out with some chick at a bar or whatever. And be like, all right, let me try to get some dirt on her so I can, you know, cancel out there. I agree with that. Wow, y'all, y'all like actually analyze the challenge. I'm just sitting here going, "Wow, that dude's a psycho," and just like I hope that never happens to me. Y'all, y'all are getting deep. I, I like it. Y'all reading the uh, tea leaves. Okay, uh, next one I have uh, Christopher Williams. Do you know who that is, Harley? Christopher Williams? Um, no. Some people may know him on the challenge as Swaggy C, a.k.a. the man with no swag. I think somebody said what we were all thinking on the challenge of, like, for being named Swaggy C, this guy has zero swag. A truer statement has never been said. Stock down for Swaggy C. I've never – he's trash. Yeah, for the whole swag thing, like, just play that clip of him in his elimination just trying to get on that wall it was just so sad and there was nothing there was no swag in that at all and i hadn't heard of him before and i was unimpressed yeah was he from big brother harley yeah he's from big brother you think he got the name swaggy c like kind of a big guy gets nicknamed tiny because he has so little swag they just decided to call him swaggy c his butt his butt i'd never thought of that but his buddy's like ironically giving mm-hmm. him that nickname and he's not him not realizing it and just goes around a bunch of white people and just calls himself swaggy c and they're like guess we gotta call him swaggy c now <laughs> that's good oh my gosh i really hope that's not it because that's mortifying <laughs> <laughs> And I guess you can't mention Swaggy without mentioning Bailey. Another stock down. Uh, she just seemed like a psycho. Uh, would go from yelling to crying. Uh, thought she was way better than she actually was. Uh, I wouldn't mind if I never saw her in the challenge again. But I guess she got a, she got a lot of airtime because she was th- she was you know one of the last people remaining. So I think th- so on some of the next seasons if. They're both on it. They're just going to gun for them and, and get them off. Um, what do you think about Bailey, Harley? Bailey, uh, I feel like she's got – and millennial might not be the right word because she might be a little younger than I'm thinking, so she might be like the Gen Zer type. But as soon as she realized that she had to sit outside and everybody else got to be inside, then her knee all of a sudden was too big of a problem. Like she really took her ball and went home when she knew that she was going to get stuck outside with freaking uh, a Kyle, Kyle and uh, Fessy. Fessy. And she was like, nah, I'm not doing that. So she threw a temperature tantrum. So I, I didn't like that side of it, even though she could have been injured. But I really think it's because everybody else got to go inside. Um. She also went off on Casey, like we slept in the same bed at Big Brother. And now yeah, you're yeah. She kind of was... she kind of tried to make it like they were going to be like boy, girlfriend girlfriend type thing, 
But then I think she just kind of blew that up and then backtracked on the first part of the reunion. I, I don't news intern. What what you read on Bailey? Yeah, the whole fight with her and Casey, it was just really cringy to me. Like it was I was just like I felt secondhand embarrassment almost. Like just watching it happen. I like I didn't really like Bailey at all, to be honest. What, why were you why are you cringing were you like have you been in a uh, an altercation like that or is there just something have you had like have a friend that does those kind of things or well, why were you cringing or is, what, what made it personal to you no it's just like when she was like insinuating sort of trying to insinuate that they slept together but then they didn't actually sleep together like they were just sharing a bed and it was just there were so many things that I just found embarrassing. Like if I was in that situation, I would just be embarrassed. But yeah, no, I haven't had a similar situation like that. It was just embarrassing to watch. Seems like we're all out on Bailey. I'll go with another person. Didn't get that much screen time this season. Uh, Maddie. She didn't get that much screen time. I wouldn't say her stock is up or down. Um, I don't know. I think she got in a fight with. I forget who she got in a fight with, and then they mentioned her like getting a DUI or something, and that kind of set her off. I don't remember who that was. Do you remember who that was? Was it Ashley? I feel like Ashley. Or was it Bear? I think it was another girl. I was thinking it was. My first thought was it was Ashley, but it was also Ashley was gone relatively early. Yeah. So I don't. It doesn't really matter, but uh, I'd say her stock is about the same. Not a lot of screen time this season, and I think she went in the went in the elimination and lost to I believe D. I think they had that digging challenge or whatever, and she didn't. Uh, oh, yeah, they had to worm through the the, yeah, the she, thing. Look like ant hills. Yeah, she's a large lady, so that's kind of skewed against her. I will tell you, Maddie was pretty awesome in a uh, floor Bama shore, so <laughs> she made a cameo on that. Great TV. I think she's from, is she from like Louisiana? Or yeah, she's from Louisiana. She's she's from uh, the Bayou State like us. Any thoughts on Maddie, news intern? I really liked her the first season she ever did. I thought she was like really impressive, but I was like disappointed during the season because she didn't really do much. Yeah. So. Speaking of someone else who didn't do much, Josh. Stock big down for me. He couldn't uh, go any lower. Okay, to... but Josh never really does much, though. <laughs> yeah, your expectation of Josh, he met him. Yeah, but the the only Josh's comic relief for what he tries to think he's Wes's rival and Wes <laughs> doesn't even bother with him. So that, that that part I find funny. But you know, Josh inserting himself into things and crying and all this other stuff. Josh stock down. I, I see. I disagree, Josh. I, I would not want to be on Josh's like ally or anything like that, but I like Josh on the show because Josh makes drama where there was no drama. Uh, so Josh, Josh, big stock up for me. I, I like Josh. I don't know. With me, it's like I don't understand why he cries so much. Like I just don't get it. Like why is this so emotional for you? Like I don't know. I don't like Josh at all. Josh seems like one of those kids, like growing up in high school, like he didn't have that many friends. So you know, if if something happened to him, he was, you know, he was gonna get wound up over it. Kind of like a uh, perpetual cycle there. All right, moving on. I'll go to 
Nani here. Uh, Nani's been a veteran of the challenge. I think she said she's been on nine times. I don't even know if she's ever run a final. Harley, you're a big Nani guy. I'll let you lead this one off. Nani, I I got to say, she's uh, getting a little thirsty for me. Uh, she went after Asaf early, uh, really went hard after Casey there. I, and then she really looked like she was kind of drugged out on the reunion, and she wasn't dealing with the questions very well. I think – I feel bad for Nani because I think she's got personal issues, and uh, I, I look forward to her uh, working those out and coming back stronger than ever because I am a big Nani fan. Nani is just a mess, I feel like. And that's why I like her, though, because it's entertaining. I like this season. We actually saw her win something. And, like, she went on this huge power trip and it created so much drama. Like, I want her to win more so that we can see, like, the crazy things she'll get up to. That's a good point. I'm going to go Nani stock down, though. Uh, You know, she's... 30 whatever she's getting blackout drunk and drunk and throwing cup of noodles at anisa just just not a great she look. apologized eh. and uh you know not not putting out great uh great effort in the challenges I, she's one of those contestants that she can be on a hundred times i don't think she's ever gonna win um, but she's still one of those veterans that are still looking to hook up. You gotta, you you gotta give her props. Gotta, some, yeah. Some of these people, they get to a certain age where they either got families outside or what. She keeps the thirst going. Yeah, I I, I will agree with she's that. She's the Dosecki's Challenger of the Year. Speaking of a formerly thirsty contestant, uh, this season had no hookups. Uh, Anissa. I'm gonna say Anissa had a stock up this season. You know, she looked like she had had her shit together uh, for a typical Anissa. You know, she gave it her all. I was really rooting for her to get a fi- get into the final and get tra- uh, You know, get lapped by everybody. Wasn't quite in the cards, but I'm gonna go stock up for Anissa. She did so good. And the thing is, the reason why they all sent her home was they were afraid of being paired up with her in the final. And, like, they all did the final individual, like, as individuals. So you sent her home for nothing, which pissed me off because she was doing so well this season. Yeah, that was stupid. They were like, uh, I don't really remember them ever getting paired up that much in the finals for it to be a to be a thing uh, the the last couple of years you've had like uh so like the last one teams, they had teams but the couple before that you had to run each stint with a different member and it was total time so yeah i could see that the weariness but anisa was speaking truth when she's like this hasn't been an individual game the whole time there's been no teams why are y'all doing this and i was definitely disappointed to see anisa go home i'd say stock up for anisa another veteran of the challenge I'm interested to see what you guys think about this person, Nelson. A lot of screen time this season, a lot of yapping from him, getting into fights with a lot of females. Um, But then he sort of redeemed himself at the end, kind of throwing himself in, uh, you know, instead of Corey, uh, because he wanted Corey to win the money for his daughter. So he got a lot of props for that. Roller coaster season for Nelson. Nelson's not the brightest bulb. I'm going to go slight stock down for Nelson. I was actually impressed with Nelson. Like, I usually don't like him, but the whole thing he pulled at the end with him, like, 
going in instead of Corey, it was like a really smart move because they're going to call him back. And he had a better chance to beat Rogan than Corey did. So I'm going to say stock up for Nelson. I kind of agree. I think Nelson was actually better on the interviews this year than he's ever been before. Like they had some pretty good cuts to Nelson from what I remember. And he said some good stuff. Now they wasn't going for him for some deep analysis. It was just reaction stuff, but it was right in his wheelhouse. I enjoyed that. Also, I would say that look, Nelson, you can, I like what you said news intern about him getting called back for that. Cause now he's going to get big pop with the crowd. and He's going to get a lot more fans. So it's probably a good move in that regard. But to anybody to ever think Corey's ever going to achieve a final <laughs> win is just wrong. Corey is always been an underachiever he's always been terrible and it's not your fault nelson that Corey just makes babies with randos everywhere <laughs> you should not have to pay for that yeah, i will say Corey is uh you know i guess we can get into Corey, but uh i feel like that move by nelson of throwing himself in front of the train for Corey, like totally redeemed himself like he he like berated Nisa, accused of her throwing that challenge and made her cry when Anissa, you know, just obviously goofed up and didn't do it on purpose. I think he also got in a fight with like Tori because he was claiming, you know, Jenna was gonna throw the challenge and because she wanted to go home and all that, which was completely dead wrong. Like he just made an ass of himself a couple times and did that, and in the words of Dumb and Dumber, totally redeemed himself. But uh. Uh, yeah. I like that he changed his hair a bunch. He had the, uh, <laughs> he had like the bandana with the fro. He had the uh, cornrows or corn rolls, as our buddy Paul McGee used to say. No last name. So, yeah, yeah that was uh, that was also entertaining. How he was like a uh, you know NBA two K creative player. So uh, next, I'll go with another controversial character. I guess we'll go with D, who uh, said some stuff on Twitter and got herself basically edited out of the show for like the past you know the last four episodes or so so uh, i guess I, i'll say what so the podcast does not condone any of what she said here but just to set the record straight this is what i think was said uh she made an instagram comment uh regarding george floyd say people die every effing day which not good and then she followed it up with I don't know why some of you think I'm anti-Black Lives Matter. I've been saying that since the day I lost my virginity. <laughs> so she tried to make a joke there, I guess, saying she lost her virginity to a black guy. MTV immediately canceled her. I think she was at Wes's house doing some kind of like alternate reality show, and Wes kicked her out. Cause, uh, so there was some bad stuff. News intern, did you follow what was happening to D? I did. Um I was D like I did find her annoying before they kicked her off, but she was entertaining and she did know how to bring the drama. Obviously I don't condone like anything she said, but like, I don't know, like D is just also actually something really funny is if she had made that final, them re-editing it would have been so funny because I noticed like once they started editing her out, it was just so like hilarious. Like at one point they like in a, in one of the things where they win and they're like questioning them, they literally cropped her out and just her arm was visible and it was just hilarious. Like looking for D sightings. So D is one of the ugliest cry faces of, all time when she cries it is 
Whew. It's it's bad. She's got ugly cry face. Yeah, I, I, you got nothing else to say but stock down. You just got kicked off the challenge. Like, your stock couldn't be any lower. I guess she joins uh, – this may be before your time, news intern, but I think Evan and uh, Mr. Beautiful Kenny Santucci, they got kicked off for allegedly, like, either pissing on or rubbing uh, a toothbrush of one of the fellow castmates. I believe it was uh, Tanya, maybe. They they mess with their toothbrush or something, some vile shit, and they they were never back on the challenge show. Uh, join that club, D. Uh, next guy I'm gonna go with a big stock up for me this season. Uh, I call him Brogan, but his name is Rogan O'Connor. Uh, big stock up for me. I think this is a second or third. I think this was a technically third season. Um, performed pretty well. He had some funny one liners. Um, uh, took the challenge fairly seriously, and uh, you know, I, I was more humorous this season, and uh, he wasn't handcuffed to D and was ready to throw D under the bus. So I, I really liked Rogan this season. I feel like once he left, though, he didn't really have much of the storyline, which was kind of sad. But it was pretty impressive that he made two finals in a row. I, I agree with that. He also, um, I think he knew the numbers were against him, so he looked better than than what it actually was of volunteering himself to go in a bunch. I will say the lack of his vertical leap against Johnny Bananas in the finals has to be one of my all-time fails. So even though he made a second final in a row, I got to say stock down because <laughs> if you don't have the vertical leap to beat old-ass Johnny Bananas to whatever bell is just sitting there in the snow. Now, rumor has it they said if he like, physically hurt Bananas during it, he'd get DQ'd. So I think he had to just kind of take it easy. But I was expecting a Goldberg-type spear, put <laughs> Bananas out of it, and then just jump up and tap it. So. I didn't even think of that. That would have been awesome. <laughs> I was expecting that too, like, because he plays rugby, right? I was expecting him to, like, take him down. I didn't know about the whole, like, him DQing if they hurt each other. Yeah, Harley, where'd you hear that dirt sheet rumor from? Uh, Rogan had an uh, interview uh, with somebody, and he said it on Instagram or something yeah, like that. I did my research for the podcast, Al. Come on. Oh, you did? I, I just wrote down a bunch of names here. All right, next, uh, a, a big stock up for me, Melissa, who competed the challenge uh four months pregnant without even knowing it which i don't know how that's possible but uh props to her made the final and uh didn't do great in the final but it was at altitude she's four months pregnant so give her a fucking break stock up for me I think Melissa was really good, too. Um, this was the first challenge that I had seen her in, and she was, like, really impressive. I can't believe some of the challenges she did, knowing that she, finding out she was pregnant afterwards, that's insane. Like, stock up for her, too. She was really good. So we played this video of my of our friend's wife doing a peanut butter challenge before. So I will say that it seems like pregnant people have some kind of powers as well. So I'm not I I have to go back and look and see if she could used it for her advantage at any of them. But I do think it was kind of weird that they they must have known something was up because they definitely told TJ, "Hey, you can't make fun of her when she quits when she quit in the final." Because TJ was just like, "You watch the show before, right?" And she's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Okay." 
and just took it easy on her. Well, he he may have made fun of her, or not made fun of her, but he may have gave her more shit, and then they edited it out. See, again, I did my research. The producers told him, you better take it easy, but they didn't tell him why. Uh, also, her yelling at Josh was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. It was just so hilarious. I agree. Uh, another See, Josh is good for the good for the challenge. Just a, you need a punching bag in the room. Shout out to Craigie Two Crunk. All right, uh, next one, a rookie to the challenge. We'll go with Fessy, who uh, I'd say I'd, not on my radar before. I think he's from Big Brother. I'll say stock up. Although I will nitpick Fessy and and act uh, him acting like you know he was one step away from the NFL, just completely ridiculous. Like he played for some D three school and he acted like you know he almost made the NFL. Uh, that, that kind of annoyed me. Harley, did that annoy you being a, being a football fan? I didn't care, uh, Fessy. I think he was uh, too big to be allowed to be on the challenge. He's just too big to compare to other people. So I like you can't go into hall brawl with Fessy. I just think there's, I just think there's a size thing. I think he's too big to ride the ride. So I, I don't want him. I don't want him back. That's a, that's a good point. I guess weight classes on the challenge. If you're that much bigger, and Fairly athletic. Yeah, he's, not, he's not like a CT territory. CT went all. He got big, but unathletic now. So, so he's okay. Yeah, good point. Fessy did poo, uh, peter what? out on the final challenge. That was just not good endurance. Classic football player that just plays like a couple seconds and has like a forty-five second break in between. I was kind of disappointed in Fessy because I was expecting him to like give Johnny a run for his money in the final, and he really didn't. And I was disappointed, like because it was just it just seemed so easy for Johnny to just win. Kyle got second place. That's all I gotta say. Johnny yeah, had no like, competition. How did Kyle come in front of Fessy? Like <laughs> I don't get that, but I mean Fessy did have to stay outside all night, but so did Kyle. All right, Al, what else you got? Let's keep this moving. Yeah, we got five more people left. Uh, we kind of already touched on Corey before. Yeah, let's let's pass Corey. He's, 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 he, he can't win anything. <laughs> yeah, about the 50th time he said, my daughter, and pulled out pictures. They're like, all right, dude, we get it. Like, that's your angle for the, the season. But, yeah, I think you got to say Corey's stock is a little down. Although, Corey seems like, from his time on the like real world, he seems like he's starting to get, quote-unquote, get it a little more. Uh, we'll see if he stops having babies. But uh, Next, we'll go on to uh, Casey, another rookie to the challenge who made it to the final. Um, I didn't really find Casey that entertaining, but she had her hand in a lot of pots this season and made it to the final, so I'll give her a stock up here. She seems to like like everyone in the cast likes her. I would give Casey a stock up as well, but I really thought she would have give she would have gave Jenny more of a run for her money as well because it just seemed like Jenny breezed through the final also, and like I was expecting Casey to at least be able to like compete with Jenny more. I know Jenny's like a beast, but I expected more from Casey for the final. Yeah, I I thought Casey. First of all, I liked her arm sleeve. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, I thought she I thought she was pretty good. She she created some drama just by being flirty bait. 
Um, think she did. I think she did fine. I like the whole the whole premise of. Oh no, I didn't. Uh, we hadn't made out yet. Oh, we didn't do anything. Making out's just cool. My girlfriend doesn't care about making out, so I thought that was pretty entertaining. But yeah, yeah pretty good. Again, Ginny uh, was just a head and shoulders above everybody else. All right, so the next the next one, who are you going to here, Al? Uh, we'll go with Kyle here. Uh, I think this is, you know, I guess he's considered a vet now. He's been on like four or five of these in a row. Um, I think he ma- he's made it to the final before, made it to the final kind of under the radar here. I think he was like one of the last people to get his red skull. Um, I'll go Kyle Stock up here. He seems, you know, he's just a likable guy for the most part, and uh, and he made another final, so I'll go Stock up for Kyle. I would Stock up for Kyle, too, because I really wasn't expecting him to make a final. He did really well, and I love his commentary. It's always, like, interesting. I think Kyle did a great job. Uh, him coming in second, though, kind of just showed you that Corey and Fessy just aren't made for a final. So, uh, good job, Kyle. I hope you. I like how you've uh, outlasted Carl Maria on the uh, challenge, and you've uh, you seem to do a good job. You don't think Carl Maria is going to be back? She's got to be back. Rumor is she's not coming back for next season. Why? Because she looked at herself in the previous season with Paulie and just you know. Think she was portrayed poorly or something? Uh, dude, I don't know. I didn't read the article. I just saw the headline. Her life is the challenge, though. I'm sure she'll be back eventually. I don't know. She seems really content with the horses up in Montana. All right, so I'm going to take over for Uncle Al here and do the next one. Ginny. Uh, uh, I guess I'll have to say she's the Ginny uh, West, British Ginny. Uh, I thought she did a hell of a job in the finals, but I feel like the the rest of the contestants gave her way too much credit. Like if I was them, I'd been throwing Ginny in left and right for everybody's for the red skull, just because she's going to eliminate people. It wouldn't give anybody else a red skull. And I just don't understand why Ginny got a pass where she got to beat the other Ginny really early. And then it was just over. I'd have thrown her in every time. I would have thrown her in every time as well. And I feel like the contestants, they really wasted the whole Red Skull twist. Like, if I was in that house, I wouldn't have let Johnny go into an elimination ever. I wouldn't have let Wes, CP, like any of the big dogs. I would have banned together and been like, no, you can't go into an elimination. So that they can't get their Red Skull and they're, like, eliminated. Yeah, but but every time... At some point, though... Yeah, but at some point, though... if they do that then they're gonna end up getting thrown in and potentially going home so you gotta sort of scratch people's back and let them scratch yours and kind of play it like that nope you play the numbers johnny didn't have the numbers they did not have to let johnny go in i completely agree with news intern here all right um well d tried to throw jenny in but i don't think we she don't ever talk got about it. d she's canceled all right and then lastly, we'll go with the king of the challenge, six or seven time winner now, Johnny Bananas. He's gotta say stock up. You know, he was he was he had his Jordan moment, you know, up there on that mountain there. So uh Stock down, easiest final of all time. That was just a complete and utter cakewalk. He had no competition. He couldn't even vertical jump in the snow. Had to jump a bunch of different times. Finally won. It got to sleep in a warm bed before he did it. This was catered to old man bananas. I stock down. That was one of his worst competitions of all time. A hot take there. 
He played the opponents for in front me, of him. For me, it's stopped down to because Johnny what? is it's it was rigged for him to win. And I feel like he always wins like when they have like these cold climate finals for some reason. Like it just seems so rigged for him to win. That was something I was gonna mention. Like all these athletes you think would give Johnny a run for his money like how many of them have been in snow like that you think because you know? he dated an Olympic skier yes. that he's good in snow well, he's at least been in it more than uh, a guy named Faisal Shafat aka Fessy so the, you're just profiling right there dude you don't know what I Fessy's am, background is I am but you know I know he went to school in like Tennessee or something like that not big skiing country so you want to get you want to break down the final Harley so we've look, already alluded to it a little bit here but we can you know look, this is what I got this is what I got to say with the final uh, evidently they did not air some kind of like slingshot competition or whatever it was a checkpoint in the final that they didn't air for whatever reason I would have to say that the fact that Corey could finish the first stage without the skis means that it wasn't that tough. Like, there's no reason he should have got, like, second place without skis. That's ridiculous. So, clearly, you didn't need those. Um, The fact that the math problem was probably the easiest thing I've ever seen when they're going through and then they got to get to the combination. I don't know, 1131 or whatever the damn combination was. That was terrible that some of them couldn't end up getting it. And then I would have to say that the whole concept of the bell, the middle thing, and even the even the end, it wasn't a – I just don't think that was that tough. So it was an anticlimactic challenge, I, the final. I definitely think the final course was not as hard as years past. Like they – I remember, you know, they had to stay up with the like the pit of snakes before. They got to sleep in heat, bro. Right, right. So it was basically just a kind of uphill, uphill ski walk, snowshoe walk, and that was essentially it. And I believe Jenny's the one who finished first out of everybody. She did. What so, are you saying is since a woman finished the final first, it couldn't have been that tough? Is that what you're about to say? You're going to get canceled. No, I was just agreeing with you guys that, I mean – it seems like a hot take, but I mean, banana stock down. He lost to a girl, you know. Oh, news that, am, intern. Am I getting canceled set, for that? Set this man straight. What I mean. Honestly, I think that was the worst final I've seen in a really long time. Like it wasn't entertaining, and it's so weird that like the final is one episode, but we have like two episodes for the reunion. Like that should just tell you enough maybe it was like a weather thing that they didn't film more i don't know but it was so anticlimactic like i didn't enjoy it you think they blew all their budget on the tanks and atvs that they let tj ride so the final was just you know basic basic shit it's a theory uh something about the season that i did enjoy since sports went away due to the coronavirus quarantine um somebody i uh, have been following for years on Twitter. Uh, April third, put out a little thing saying, you know, we're doing a challenge lottery. Put up forty bucks. We'll pick, you know, the twenty eight contestants here out of a hat for everybody. I ended up getting Jenny, so uh, that was a a good amount of cash in my pocket. So shout out to Jenny, definitely my favorite um, competitor on the challenge this season. Got me paid. 
All right, so news intern. I'm going to go through a little set of rumors here. I don't know, maybe you've heard them, maybe you, you haven't, but maybe we can uh, go through some of these together. Have you heard the rumor that Ginny and Johnny Bananas were hooking up? I have. And honestly, I did wonder while watching it, like especially during the final when they were like sleeping next to each other, and I was like, I wonder if they are hooking up. Like, I don't know. Jenny's kind of scary, but she's done so much stuff to her face. Like every time she pops up on screen with her lips and stuff, kind of creeps me out a bit. Um, G- uh, Johnny's uh, girlfriend Morgan, that was on like X on the Beach and like Are You the One? She's a smoke show. So, um, yeah, she's gorgeous. So I'm just gonna say that. I mean, bananas. Maybe you get lonely in the house, but uh, it it seems uh seems like a weird uh. uh, maybe not downgrade maybe he's trying to get uh kids that would be the best challengers of all time and he found good stock so yeah maybe he's trying to weasel in and get all that prize money and take it away like he did with sarah all right next next rumor where was jordan in the reunion with tori trouble in paradise marriage still on news intern what do you think I was wondering that too. I was looking for him, and I he wasn't there. Maybe he'll be in the second part. I don't think. I think they're still fine. Like I don't feel like Tori would leave him, and I wonder if Jordan would find another girl to put up with him. So I think they're still together. Yeah, but Cara Maria's happy gloat after they broke up would be almost worth it. Um, Jordan was probably somewhere in the other room putting more holes in his shirts. <laughs> um Kyle's hands in Melissa's pants. Fair or foul? <laughs> they were still hooking up. Yeah, them acting like, oh, we're just friendly, flirtatious people. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, my hand just went down her pants. That's a that's a Manchester hello. Bullshit. And someone on Twitter, I didn't catch this, but they said after he won his elimination against Josh, apparently she ran up to him and kissed him, but I didn't catch that. Ooh. See, I would – She, you think she was in her house in the reunion or she? you think she was at the soccer player's house that she supposedly got the kid with? Because she had some nice digs in, in uh, England or wherever she was in uh, the U.K., I mean, she probably makes a lot from Instagram, so who knows? I didn't think about that. God, it's Instagram models. I, I, we need to get on that, Al. We need to we need to whore ourselves out on Instagram. We were born with the wrong parts, although you've been doing a lot of selfies on Instagram lately, so you, you may be on the right path, Harley. I've been getting more and more likes, so I don't know what I can do to top a... You know, a glamour shot with your child, so we'll have to we'll have to think about that. You got to do a swimsuit palm snuggler uh, close up. All right, so uh, <laughs> so the rumor is that the fight between Zach and Jenna is revolves around Corey. Supposedly, Corey might be the mystery man that's in those DMs. Oh, what what do you what do you hear about that news intern? Okay, I heard this one too, and I kind of I didn't know if I believed it, but then in the reunion 
Corey said something. Oh, I think he said like he gave Jenna the nickname Barbie Beast or something like that. And Zach just had like this look on his face or something. And I was like, wait, is it actually true? Like that actually made me like second guess that. Yeah, Zach definitely rolled rolled his eyes after Corey complimented her. So that I thought like, oh, there might be some fire to this rumor. I was very, very happy about that. For someone who claims to not be up on the relationship aspect of the challenge, the news intern knows all of these rumors that I've never heard. Well, it's of. all it's all news. Honestly, it's it's because of Reddit. It's I don't follow it, but like the people on Reddit, they know all the tea. All right, so we're going to just play a real quick game. This is uh, we're gonna we're gonna do two different genders here, so we can so uh, everything's equal here. So the first one we'll play is: Have you ever played the game called Mary Both Kill? Yes. All right. So we're gonna first play with a what? Mary Both Kill. What I say? Both. Both. <laughs> That's what you said. What is it? Just say fuck. Okay, Mary fuck kill. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we'll go with we'll start with the Holy Trinity. We'll go with uh Jenna, Nani, Kayla, Al. Go for it. Ooh, that's a tough one. Sheesh. Uh, I think you gotta kill Nani, fuck Kayla, marry Jenna. News intern, do you agree with him? Uh, let's see. I would kill probably Kayla. I don't agree with that. I would kill Kayla. She's got nudes I, out I there. Keep... You may want to. You may want to check those out before you. Uh, before you kick. <laughs> before you kill really, I don't really go that way, but okay. But I would probably marry Nani just because she's entertaining as hell, and. What was the other one? Jenna. Um, I guess Jenna. All right, so you don't marry Nani. That's so, a mistake. So I no, was. No, she would keep me entertained for life with her messiness. As they say, you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. It's not going to happen. So I think that's an interesting I mean, I wouldn't concept. I be trying to. I I I like that the Nani will be entertained. I think you have to go marry Jenna because clearly she will do whatever for her man's. <laughs> she will ride for her man's. And then I would say uh fuck Nani, kill Kayla cuz uh crazy in the head, crazy in bed, Al. That's that's Nani. Yeah, that um, that was my toss up between the Nani and Kayla positions. I just went with the younger one. All right, so I'm going to start you off with this one. So we did the women. Now we're going to do the men. Mary, fuck, kill Corey Nelson Fessy. <laughs> Who's starting this off? You, me? Al. Yeah. Oh God. All right. I'm definitely killing Nelson. Nelson is um, too much. Corey, he's got too much baby mama drama. So we'll just hit and quit it, and then I guess we'll marry Fessy. Good stock. <laughs> yeah, we got, we're, we're going to have an NFL player. Oh, wait, we can't have kids. <laughs> News intern, what you think? I think I pretty much agree with that. I would marry Fessy and kill Nelson, so all this left is Corey. <laughs> Man, Nelly's getting dragged on this. I think I think you... Uh, I'm going to kill Fessy, because then no one's going to fuck with me after I killed Fessy. That big tree fall hard. Shout out to the old podcast. And I will... Uh, 
I'll fuck Corey and Mary Nelson. <laughs> you do not want to Because I love me some Nelly. You do Ride not, with me, baby. You do not want to be stuck with Nelson for Country the rest grammar. of your life. That's a bad pick by you. <laughs> All right. So that, that was a little that was a little fun game right there. I will say to to wrap this up, what 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 was y'all's final take on the uh Red Skulls? Y'all thought it was good for the game, you want to see it back or you Um They never they never really duplicate a challenge back to back like that but i thought it was an interesting wrinkle it it got uh it got people a sense of urgency and people were throwing themselves in like hey i gotta get that red skull like i have to actually go in normally they're just avoiding going into those head-to-head battles and it's kind of like pulling teeth and everyone's sort of backstabbing to not go in so i thought that was a uh, a nice wrinkle to get everybody to to be under that pressure of going home. So I like that wrinkle of it. I'd say overall, I like the gimmick. Uh, I wouldn't be upset if something similar um, comes out in the future. News intern, what you think? I liked it. I really liked that we got to actually see everyone in elimination, which we haven't for a while. Like some of them have avoided going in for so long. So I did like that. I wish they would have used the red skulls though, to stop like, the ones that who would make a final like to get in and like just leave them out and then just make them go home because they couldn't go into elimination like i feel like the rookies should have like played it that way uh, i to keep the vets out i agree with that the one concept i'd like to see maybe it's because i was partial to jay is i think you should have got some kind of immunity from having to go in on the next one or something like that once you get your red skull i thought i I would have yeah, liked that's to. True. I'd have liked to see like they couldn't just keep throwing Jay in every single time because he eliminated two people. Like at that point, he should not have to go in again. I, I didn't like that. So maybe maybe I just thought they were picking on him. So I, I, I didn't like it. We kept throwing him in too. It's rookie hazing. I hang him in too. Like it was just so unfair. Even though he's a rookie, but he was like he earned his stripes, and they just kept throwing him in just to not piss anyone else off. Yeah, why not Swaggy C? I'd have thrown Swaggy C in way over Jay. It it sort of seems like there's been a recurring thing on these challenges where they used to just normally target the rookies and, and they're out. But since they've been adding so much fresh meat on these new seasons, like I think um, Wes's strategy has to been to be like befriend the rookies, get them as numbers. So they've been sticking around a lot more um, – than than previous seasons like back in the early challenge things they would just throw them to the wolves and just keep voting them in like they did for jay so i think uh i think you'll probably see that out of swaggy c and bailey will just get thrown in the, you know the next challenge they're in uh thrown into the sharks and hopefully they go home early i got one more rumor here why do y'all think MTV never reruns the challenge? It's only ridiculousness all the time. The challenge airs once, and that's it. What's the deal with that news intern? I think some of the old seasons, the really old ones, are kind of problematic. Like I feel like if they were aired like now, there would be like a lot more things, and a lot more people would be banned and stuff like that. So that's why they don't re-air them. 
Well, what about even like the single episode? Like if you miss it, like it's eight o'clock Eastern on a Wednesday and you don't catch it on your DVR, don't have it on demand, you can't catch it again. Like they're going to play 24 straight hours of ridiculousness. <laughs> they won't even bring the challenge back for a second showing of the, the most current episode. It's crazy. I think there probably has to be a, a, a financial reason. And I think it's because yeah, for sure. there's so many different challengers challengers that they probably have something in their contract of like they get residuals or something so if they start airing a bunch of the episodes then they have to pay out all these people certain amount of money or whatever and then also i think the challenge is sort of a show that you watch from beginning to end like if you miss an episode or you watch them kind of out of order or whatever you can't you kind of get thrown off so it's sort of the same reason why they don't show episodes of Survivor because you need to you need to kind of watch I, I them in order. It. I'm just saying, as a person that lives out in the country, you when just I have like, a rainstorm and my DVR <laughs> messes up a little bit, like it's kind of annoying that it, I can't just pick it up at eleven. You wanted to shit on Rob Deerdeck. I understand. I, I do think Rob Deerdeck gets way too much play. Like ridiculousness. <laughs> Are you freaking kidding me? That's terrible. All right, so. News intern, we really appreciate you joining us. Um, where can Thanks people? Thanks for having me. Where can people find you on social media? So you can find me at the News Intern One on Twitter and the News Intern on Instagram. All right, and uh, would you like to shout out anybody on the podcast? It's your first podcast. I think actually you did very, very well. Excellent. Thanks, guys. Uh, I don't really want to shout out anybody, but thanks for having me on. Like, I really enjoyed discussing the challenge with you guys because I don't really know anyone in my real life that likes watching it. So it was fun. Were you uh, intimidated at all about uh, joining the podcast? Like, did you do any background on us? Did you find anything kind of funny? I mean, I did listen to a little bit of your podcast uh, today, your recent one, and I saw your Gal Gadot video, that you, the one that you mentioned her in, but I didn't really have that much time to look into you guys, but I definitely will. Oh, we appreciate that. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, you did very good for your first podcast. You may, you may have a future in this. You need to probably hit up some of those challenge people on Reddit and, and – uh, Maybe start your own challenge podcast or something. We'll we'll come on and be guests. Oh, that would be a really good way to talk about it with people in your real life through pod. That that's actually a really good idea. I think they got a couple of challenge podcasts. But news intern, we do appreciate it and thank you for uh, doing this with us. I had a great time and I hope uh, we can get in touch in the future if uh, there's something else you want to talk about. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, we'll. Uh, Talk to you uh, later. Thank you all for joining us on Talking Small Podcast. Check out at News Intern 1 on Twitter. The News Intern 1. The News Intern 1 on Twitter. And the News Intern 1 on Instagram, too? There's no one on Instagram. It's just the News Intern on Instagram. I'm really bad at remembering things. So thank you, News Intern, for correcting me. And uh, we're out.